بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم حضرت وحب بن منبه رحمه الله says that there was a king who intended to visit and inspect the condition of the land of his kingdom he ordered a royal dress which was brought he disliked it a second one was brought which he did not like either in short after many refusals he wore a very fine dress he also ordered a conveyance an excellent horse was presented which he disliked the horse was returned a second and third horse was ordered all of which he disliked then all the horses were brought forward amongst them he chose the finest horse and mounted it at this time shaitan the accursed blew even more pride into him he mounted the horse with a lot of pride the nemats that allah taala blesses a person with might be a car might be a house it might be other things these are nemats and bounties of allah taala provided a person has acquired it in a halal way then this is permissible and he makes shukr it doesn't become a source of pride for him this is a very very crucial thing what we learn from this incident here this person chose the best of whatever he had but that became a means of pride for him if it starts becoming a means of pride for a person then this is a very serious situation and this is what we look in the lives of the sahaba ikram in the lives of the pious predecessors that they were very cautious about all these things hazrat umar radhiyallahu ta'ala an wore one shawl or garment or something of some garment he wore and then after all he took it off so he said but why did you take this out it was a very something little better than the ordinary garment he said i felt something within me when i wore this i felt it having some kind of effect on me now we might wonder that we don't feel any effect so maybe we are nauzubillah even better these people are finding some effect but we don't find any effect we were all flashy things and it doesn't have any effect on us but the difference is that if there is a cloth which is completely clean white cloth completely clean so then the slightest speck of dust also will become visible on it so these people's hearts were like that completely clean white cloth so the slightest speck of dust something which is insignificant really but that too was easily detected and they were concerned about clearing it out and our condition that cloth now which has become so soiled and greased up it was white at once upon a time maybe but now it's filled with grease so now it is filled with grease now another one liter of grease falls onto it who's going to know the difference it's already filled with grease we can't make out what else happened here so that is why we seem not to feel anything it's not there's nothing happening it's all happening and it's getting deeper and more intense but the problem is that our hearts were already so soiled that we don't seem to notice what's going on this is the reason that we need to be very cautious in the hadith sharif it comes 
One is, mashallah, a person, Allah Ta'ala has blessed him with something, he'll wear it, provided it's within the limits of shariat. But if the motivation in wearing it, man labisa libasa shuhratin, albasahullahu libasa dhullin yawm al-qiyam. The person who wears a garment in order to show off. Now he is choosing that particular garment because this will catch the eye of people. This is what will attract people's attention. So now he's not wearing the garment because he feels good about it in terms of it's comfortable for him or whatever else. Behind whatever else he might say, but that motivating factor in choosing that particular garment is that this will give a message that I'm also, I'm not uh, un, somewhere lost elsewhere, I'm also in line with the trend. Years ago there was one bullboard somewhere, so it was uh, advertising some shoes or something. But the big inscription on that bullboard, the big, the big message on that bullboard was, uh, speak less, say more. Speak less. Now this is all advertising meant to make people part with their money, that's all. So that others can benefit out of it. So the, but the message in there, now that advertising one shoe, what has that got to do with this message? Advertising one shoe, you should be saying the shoe is very comfortable or something. But that message on the bullboard is saying, speak less, say more. Now what is, what is this conveying? Conveying that when you're wearing this shoe, you won't be say, speaking one word, you'll be quiet, but you'll be saying a lot. You'll be saying a lot, you'll be giving a very big message with the shoe that, look, I'm also in line with the trend. I also, I'm fashionable. I'm somebody. Now, that is the issue. That if that choice is going to be in order to give a message to others that I'm also somebody, then this is something which is against the dictates of what has been taught to us in the Hadith Sharif and this warning, man labisa libasa shuhratin albasahullahu libasa dhullin yawm al the person who wears some garment in order to show off, Allah Ta'ala will clothe him with garments of disgrace on the day of Qiyamah. So, this is something that we have to learn from our Kabir, from our pious predecessors. Fine, whatever ni'mat Allah Ta'ala has blessed somebody, he will use it, but to keep checking the heart. Repeatedly to check the heart. What is the motivating factor? What is the underlying issue? And this sometimes we will detect if we really look that something is not right here. Something needs to be changed. We need to realign our thinking. So in any case, continuing with this incident, then all the horses were brought forward. Amongst them he chose the finest horse and mounted it. At this time, Shaitan the accursed blew even more pride into him. He mounted the horse with a lot of pride. A train of servants and soldiers walked with him, but out of pride and haughtiness, he did not even look at them. En route, a very distressed person clad in old rags met him. He greeted the king. The king paid no attention towards him. The distressed person caught the reins of the horse. Whereupon the king reprimanded him, leave the reins. How dare you catch hold of my horse's reins? The person said, but I have work with you. The king replied, if that is the case, then have patience. When I dismount, you can mention it to me. The person insisted, no, I have to mention it now. Saying this, he forcefully grabbed the reins. 
The king said, mention what you have to say. He replied, no, it is a secret. I will say it in your ear. The king lowered his ear. He said, I am Malakul Maut. I have come to take your life. Hearing this, the king's face turned pale and his tongue began to stutter. The king said, give me some time to go home, to arrange my goods and to meet my family. The angel of death replied, there is no respite. Now you will never see your house nor your wealth. After saying this, the angel of death pulled out his soul and he fell down from his horse like a dry piece of wood. Thereafter, Malakul Maut went to a pious Muslim. This pious Muslim was also traveling towards a certain place. The angel of death greeted him. The pious man replied by saying, Wa alaykum The angel of death told him, I want to tell you something in your ear. He replied, say it. The angel said, I am Malakul Maut. He replied, very well, welcome. Blessed is the arrival of him whose separation was very lengthy. Of all the people who are distant from me, I did not desire to meet them as I desired to meet you. The angel of death tells him, complete that work quickly for which you have left your home. The pious person replies, I do not like any work more than meeting with Allah Ta'ala. The angel of death informed him, I will extract your soul in whatever condition you wish to die. The person replies, I give you the choice. The angel of death says, I have been ordered to follow your desire. The person says, very well, let me make wudu and perform salah. When I go into sajda, then you can extract my soul. The person began offering his salah and when he went into sajda, his soul was extracted. Allah Ta'ala make us also among those pious people and pious servants of his, that at the time of our death, we too are pleased to meet Allah Ta'ala. Subhanallah, bihamdi, subhanakallah, bihamdi, nashadu Allah, ilaha 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 il